Some would say that creating a token is more than just a science. It's an art. And then there's art that can incorporate science. Today, you'll meet blockchain artist Veza, who's innovating a new art form that uses mixed methods of art styles with a vision towards blockchain, AI, and VR. Veza's created an original art piece for Bad Crypto that we think is super cool. In fact, it's so bad, in a good way naturally, that we're turning it into a limited edition t-shirt. Travis and I may be uncultured swine, but today we get schooled in the world of art on the blockchain. Careful, the bar may get raised just a little bit, perhaps high enough for you to limbo under. So let's get artsy-fartsy for episode number 130 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. This is Brad Garlinghouse, CEO of Ripple. Keep listening to the Bad Crypto Podcast and stay bad. And welcome back to the Bad Crypto Podcast. We were wondering when you guys would show up again. We've been sitting here waiting. I've totally missed I missed that one person who, who just hasn't showed up for a few episodes. No, I mean, where have you been? Well, no, that guy's still not here. We're wait, We're just going to wait here. Oh, we're going to wait for that guy? Okay, well, go ahead and tune it on. We'll be, this will be, be a really long podcast as we wait. We'll be right here waiting. As Richard Marks would say, I'll be right here waiting for you. It's the show for the uh, crypto curious and the crypto serious. And today we are going to get artsy fartsy, Mr. Travis, right? You know what? I don't normally get artsy fartsy. You know what? I do like a little bit of graphic design. I'm a big fan with that. Uh, I've been a graphic artist. Well, I was a graphic artist before I was a digital marketing guy. And I just realized that probably not going to make a whole lot of money doing graphic arts. Plus, you got to deal with clients and their demands, and that always sucked. And I was like, no, this looks good the way it is. God, can't you guys see greatness? Well, we've got uh. some real talent in the house today. Uh, this this cat, Veza, um, he is a real quality artist. When you go to his website and check out the work that he's done, it's like, wow, this is, this is some badass stuff. And he has produced a unique piece for Bad Crypto, which we think is phenomenal and it's so cool that he's like, we asked him if we could put it on a t-shirt and he was like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so uh, after the interview, we're going to tell you how you can get your hands on a limited edition uh, Veza original blood on the podcast floor t-shirt. You're going to dig it. Well, not only that, if you actually want the real legitimate print, you can actually have the real print from Vesa. Yeah. And, uh, and so he's going to, I think he's doing 15 or 20 total prints of this thing. And it's got all these really cool hidden altcoin logos throughout the whole thing. I think I've seen about 15, maybe 20 different altcoins that have popped up in there. Yeah. Some of you are going to be very fortunate to have this hanging on your wall. So uh, let's go ahead and do this thing and jump into our interview with Vesa. So many blockchain applications, Mr. Travis Wright, and the artsy-fartsy people of the world are finding ways to take their creativity, their genius, um, their, their brushes and strokes to the blockchain. And we have with us today a gentleman who's doing exactly that. If the question is, can you put art on the blockchain? Veza says, Yeza. His name is Veza Kivinen or something like that. I can't pronounce it. Sorry. I'm American. I'm stupid. Uh, he's actually really good. <laughs> oh, good. He's that's, an international 
mixed media artist who's credited for innovating a new art form which could be described as integral art in themes the work includes references to his views the life of the collaborators as well as relevance to the bigger human story and the methods he uses include oil painting body painting photography digital collaging and high-end printing to achieve the end result he's going to be looking at incorporating vr ai and blockchain to his concept and his website is uh Artivo, is that right? Artivo.org? Yeah, the, that's my previous platform that uh, has a lot to do with um, the body painting and, and it, it's a little bit more, I suppose, uh, history-oriented and a little less fun than this new one, uh, which I suppose is the reason why I'm here. It's called artforcrypto.com. Excellent. And well, w- well, welcome to Bad Crypto, Vezo. We're glad that you're here. So I'm very pleased to be here. I'm a big fan of the show, of course. I've been listening to you guys uh, maybe about six months or something and have uh, greatly benefited not only from your humor and competence, but also, of course, the, the good quality guests. So I'm uh, privileged to be here. Did, did he say our incompetence, Travis? I think he did. And he yeah. said our poor quality guests. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we're bad. We strive. Yeah, to. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> we aim really low so that, you know, we can hit that bar. It's like you wouldn't limbo under the bar we set. It's so low. <laughs> well, um, all right. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> so, we, don't, we, don't really, we don't like compliments too well. We don't work well with those. <laughs> well, that's, the compliments are reserved for strange folk who you don't really like. <laughs> the insults are for the, for the good people. That's great. Well, thank you. So your, your name is Vesa, like Visa, the credit card, but with an E. Yeah, that's with an E. And I suppose the, the strange thing about that whole name thing is that when you, uh, in Finnish, it means a new branch of a tree or flower that hasn't blossomed yet or something like that when it's spelled with one S. But if you spell it with a double S in Finland, it means, uh, means a toilet. And most people, uh, English people actually kind of say with a double S all the time. So oh, I guess. Well, we're not going to flush you on this uh, show. And, and you're kind of like Madonna. You know, yeah. he's like, he's like, just, he's just Beza. He's not the one name. Yeah. And his arts, his arts, not shitty. No, so, it's not. Oh, that's why fact, he only has one S. In fact, you guys um, need to see what he's created for bad crypto. We're going to put this into the show notes and we'll post it to the social profiles. Uh, but let's, let's, let's talk about, uh, you know, just uh, briefly about your background. Then we'll jump into this whole blockchain thing. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I suppose I started with pots and pans when I was five years old. I just saw those things and thought they'd make uh, a decent drum kit. And I started creating from a very, very early age. And I, I got to film eventually. And that's something that I decided to make uh, make a living out of and become a professional at. So I'm a, I'm a trained film director and went to school for that and had a production company for about a decade. But before then, uh, it was mostly music that I was interested in, but uh, I wasn't really uh, wanting to learn the notes and become a professional at that. I just wanted to be a rock star as a kid. So uh, maybe it's the background of my uh, commercially oriented parents that uh, guided me a little bit towards the the way of getting a profession where I wanted to be as, as good at the theory side as I was uh, at the creation side. And that just led me to commercial photography and eventually through frustration, I suppose, and some coincidences, I ended up inventing my own art form. So mm-hmm. that's the brief history of it all. And I'm probably most known for uh, body painting this Bollywood actress who's quite an outlier called Veena Malik. 
and uh, we launched this project in 2013 and it was quite the wave because she's uh, Pakistani and Muslim. So for her to come to Finland to do these nude body painting pieces that commented upon the common spiritual origin of all religion all over the world was quite the wave. So it went to something like the conservative estimate is about 300 pe- million people all over the world. Wow. Mm. I-, I can say with great authority that you will not be painting mine and Travis's bodies. <laughs> ah, I might be able to talk you into it. You know, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think so. However, I would like to be a nude body painter. That would be pretty fun. <laughs> Actually, I think the best job that I've ever seen happen, it was on a uh, Jennifer Lopez video, J-Lo, Jenny from the block, and somebody's job was to tweak J-Lo's nipples so that they were firm for the video. <laughs> I would like to have that job, too. I mean, I got a fucking list of jobs I would like to have. Uh, nude body painting sounds like a fun one. How does one get into uh, nude body painting? Just you have to be charismatic and, and convince ladies Take your clothes off. And paint. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, a, it, it's one of those things. It's, for me, body painting... Um, it's it's something that most people i suppose skin wars is now on and maybe that's that's a little different but it, my approach to it is that it used to be something that was about spiritual transcendence or going to war or spiritual healing and and things like that and it's quite a quite a profound experience because it's it's associated maybe uh through nudity of course to some sort of sleazy stuff as well as uh, boobs being painted as footballs to sell beer at, at stadiums or whatever. But I, it, I, have, no, I have of, no problem with that. Though. <laughs> just, uh, there's many people who got, like, I'll, I'll hook you up with some dudes who will uh, guide you through the, I like how they the paint steps you, and all. Like they paint like the little soccer uniforms on them, but all they're wearing is paint. But it looks like they're fully dressed, but they are not. Well, the, the scene and setting matters, of course. But if, if you do it, it the way that I do it, it becomes a... a comes something else entirely and it's yeah, can you not diminish the art here travis you're so juvenile you're so <laughs> no it's, it's fine it's, it's Sorry, like I, I, am, I am a <laughs> i'm in it for the ride and i'm i'm not saying it to to be a sort of um he's in it for the painted nipples so you know that's <laughs> well it's it, it, it's certainly a bonus on top of everything else but it's kind of like one of those things it's it's like uh you can't make it about the that's true. Oh, <laughs> okay. We get out this man. He's like, shut up, guys. The I'm for crypto stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> oh my god! My game. Let's let's move on then, and let's talk about <laughs> blockchain art because that's uh, that would actually tie into the the uh, the topic for the show. Uh, how does one blockchain art? It's uh, well, I suppose it says something about blockchain that I'm I'm doing this uh, full time now, and I have been doing this for about a year, about for and about the blockchain rather than the body painting because I find this more um, exciting. Actually, I find it much more uh, optimistic and and fun, uh, as as weird as that is, but that's the truth. So it's like the art for crypto platform. It's uh, it's telling and envisioning the story of the new money and the significance to the world through art that it has. And this, of course, includes all the sectors from energy to education and politics and charity and whatever. And it's reworking the whole of the value system that we still have, uh, that we have inherited from the Industrial Revolution. And 
And uh, the blockchain is, it's to me much more optimistic because it allows me to envision what can be in the future as well as what was in the past or what was relevant about the past, like my last uh, last platform was. So um, it's consumed me entirely. It's not the first time I get obsessed over something, but it's I probably spend about three, four hours a day researching it and and then transforming those ideas, like listening to. Uh, Andres Antonopoulos or some, one of his best points about something that is happening and then try and represent that in an art piece because it's the, it's the very spearhead of what is going on in the, in the sort of change of society and, and telling that story is quite exciting. You've created a lot of really interesting pieces of art. Now, did I, did I run into your art there when, when I was in the Ukraine? Is that how we connected at that one event? Uh, I don't think so. We we got connected through Adam, the World CryptoCon. Um, right, right. Well, there's there's some other people that I've seen that are doing some really cool stuff with art. And um, now, are you putting like QR codes in your art as well? Uh, and are you putting them? Your art pieces are now listed on some blockchain somewhere that verified as authentic. How exactly is that being set up? Yeah, I, I just first first and foremost, I'm a storyteller. So I, I wanted to get that aspect right. So it was very heavy um, research, I suppose. And then making these art pieces, make sure that they're um, aligned with the actual substance of the space. And then if and when I sell these pieces, they're verified by the blockchain. So the physical ones. And actually today, we just uh, listed on FanBits the digital versions of some of them. Um, there, there's the that part of it, but I've, I wanted to focus on the on the storytelling of it first. And the idea is that once this gets going properly, then I get to bring about the next evolution of holistic art experiences through VR and blockchain and artificial intelligence, all that put together. So that's the that's the grand vision of where this is headed. But I want to build it sort of brick by brick and make sure that I've I've got my all, all my uh, ducks in a row. Describe your art style. It's a mixtape. <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's all things that I've uh, I've learned from from people in terms of substance. Like uh, it's um, I got into this space early, listening to Andreas Antonopoulos and and Trace Meyer and those, and, and and just getting the philosophy right. And then it doesn't really matter what I use as a tool, whether it's oil painting or uh, photography, Photoshop, printing, uh, repainting, or film or however it all comes together just as long as the communication is right about it and then once you see it uh, and you get familiarized with it you will automatically know that it's my art um, that's a, a compliment that i've heard often enough to th- at least have delusions of grandeur to think that it's true <laughs> yeah that's great and you actually created some artwork for bad crypto here you have set up uh, blood on the podcast floor is the uh, the link to that. And we'll actually make a short URL to that. I'll go ahead and make that here right now. Uh, badco.in forward slash art 130. Let's do that. That would make the most sense because this is episode 130. And he created this really interesting piece with some, head- with some headphones, the bad logo. And he has all kinds of hidden little nuggets within this thing, all kinds of different crypto logos all throughout the whole piece. So what is, what is the bad crypto art piece? What is that? Uh, what is the composition of that? What, how did you make that? 
Well, I started thinking about all the different things of where we have overlaps. And I suppose what you guys are doing is, is putting some meat on the bones of the, of the blockchain and making more fun and entertaining and communicate it in a way that, you know, let's face it, it can be quite dry sometimes, you know. So, uh, and it's, so basically because of the World Crypto Conference and my participation and your participation, I started thinking of how, how does this all come together? And, and it's your, uh, I suppose it comes from your name and your logo. It's the Michael Jackson uh, thing, the, the seeping in of, of culture and pop culture Who's into the value system. I, I mean, uh, it's no joke. I mean, uh, you think of Michael Jackson's bad and what it represents. It's the good kind of bad. It's the good values of challenging people's comfort zones and the sort of mediocrity of things. And, and communicating what it is that you do uh, in a masterful but fun way. That's, the, uh, that's quite a lot that is, is borrowed uh, via one logo into your communication. Of course, you guys are aligned with that. So I thought, okay, so it's the king of podcasting and all of those uh, listening through the earphones, we're kind of royalty too we, because we get to participate in the creation of something new. So that was cool. And uh, because we're both going to Vegas, I started th- uh, thinking about gonzo journalism. So Hunter S. Thompson is, of course, there as a, as a part of it. And uh, you have all the alt, uh, um, altcoins and Bitcoin. Everything is hidden all, of, all over in, inside of it. And radio used to be FM. So now it's MF as in motherfucker, bad motherfucker. And uh, there, there's a video of Johnny Depp explaining his first meeting uh, with... Um, with Hunter S. Thompson and how he entered this nightclub with this uh, cow prod and a, and a taser. And this, this whole story they then went back to Hunter's place and built a bomb and he shot it with a shotgun and it exploded. And that whole thing is, is uh, explained as the World CryptoCon logo because essentially the, the, the World CryptoCon is hitting the scene in a, in a similar way as, as the sort of thing is. And by the way, funnily enough, today is the 20th anniversary of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh. So that was, <laughs> that was kind of a cool... Uh, of the movie? Uh, yeah, and I also found um, uh, this bad coin um, was on, on the internet, so, which is the logo of a middle finger, and it just says something like uh, zero or, or something like that, and it, I, I thought it should I be. I did see logo. that. I did see that. I was like, wow, that looks like the bad, well, it looks like basically our bad coin with a middle finger placed over the top of it. Yeah. <laughs> How does, oh, so explain the title, Blood on the Podcast Floor. Well, it's blood on the dance floor, right? It's the, it's one of the Michael Jackson songs, and I thought, you know, we're we're kicking ass and taking names here, so you know, it could it reflects on uh, this podcast number one hundred and thirty, which I have the privilege of now participating with you, fine gentlemen. So you you've actually you also uh, you sent us images here where you put it on a t-shirt and a hoodie and a hat and a fanny pack and leggings and a bikini. Is this actually something yeah. people can order? I mean, it was a perfect opportunity to me for me to uh, show really, really bad taste. So it was uh, the yoga pants and and especially the bikini. And we're we're doing a challenge to you guys with with Adam that you guys would wear them or wear those bikinis on the. Uh, well, the Aria we go to Vegas, so I would totally wear the T-shirt. Can we put that on a T-shirt? Yeah, yeah, sure, I, I suppose. But we'll we'll keep pushing this bikini idea because I love it because it says "bad" right on the ass. So it's like bad, <laughs> yeah, man, right? <laughs> Were you able to maneuver where you wanted things to say on the different art prints? Uh, yeah, and they they can still be moved. If uh, I, I suppose I've been on such a tight schedule during the last few days, I, I just put it together because I thought it was 
really funny. So it is pretty funny. Uh, I can still improve them. You got some humor points there for me. Do I, I have, chuckle. Do we have your permission to put this on a, on a t-shirt. I don't want to, you know, take any of your copyrighted. Um, sure, the t-shirt is already there. Oh, fantastic! It's already there as well. Uh, oh, right. Do you if you if you uh, want to do it on your own t-shirt and everything? Yeah, fine, man. Yeah, go go right ahead. That's awesome. absolutely fine. So what does this mean? You have bronze and gold editions available. What is that? Well, it's, uh, I suppose you have to, if you have a Tesla, you have to have the Roadster and then the S model and then the, then the others, the, the economic different models of how to, how to participate. And obviously the, the cheaper ones are not so involved and not repainted over and they're signed and verified by the blockchain, but they're a little smaller. And then you go to the platinum uh, edition eventually, which are these spectacular looking prints. Uh, that weigh quite a bit and they are done on this very special kind of way. So they're, they're mm. much more so expensive. You created, the one, you created the main one and then you're making prints of those. You're only making 20 prints of those total. And then eventually you kind of do some other prints with platinum or whatever. Where does the original, where does the original go? Where, where is that one going to stay? I assume someplace in the Louvre. No, well, that's that's the whole thing. Is why this is the perfect crux for me to uh, enter the the blockchain space because of on my other platform, there's about three hundred art pieces, and there's maybe like thirty or something now on the, on this new one, and they're all pretty much sort of ready as digital pieces. They're created. I mean, the process is that I. Uh, I start putting together photography and oil painting and photographing those and put it all together in Photoshop and just with all of these different elements and natural elements and things like that. And then, then it's sort of ready. But then uh, if I make it a physical product, then I can um, sort of just print it and repaint on top of it to make it special within the ed- edition and, and things like that. So I just, it's a, these different editions are kind of just, they're different products, kind of like you have a, like I said, a Tesla, but you have different versions of it. And, it depends on the. They need one right there, on yeah. that wall. We we should be able to sort you out with one. Love it. <laughs> maybe Travis will get one too. Maybe not because. Maybe not because I'm even worse. <laughs> Fantastic. Sure. So, well, uh, love this. This is a really cool piece, you guys. Uh, you know, since um, this is an audio podcast, you really have to go take a look at this. Uh, the what's the short URL? You. Uh, it, it is Badco dot in forward slash art 130 and uh, i think they had some other stuff what was some other things that you wanted to talk about with the art process or the art stuff that you're working on or some uh different relevant things that are going on within art and the blockchain that maybe our audience would want to know oh well there's a whole bunch i mean can i just say that if if people want to see the whole totality of what's going on in in the art pieces and read the stories and see the videos and whatever they can just go to the arts for crypto.com but it's it's like we can talk about some of the values as well is like but why it is that i'm perhaps energized by this whole space and 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 what some of the nuggets like for example like i spent a little bit of time with hippies and and their sort of communities and and all the value systems of this interconnected world that uh, that is now becoming i suppose because of blockchain possible and i thought that that was quite interesting that finally the uh, a lot of those ideologies that tended to uh, go to the margins of society and become quite weird is now the technology is allowing some of those to become a reality. So it's like this continuum uh, that is happening uh, of, of these values that started with the psychedelic revolution that is now uh, going to be present in, in the blockchain. And I suppose that's one of the reasons why I feel that art and especially really 
good art is deserves a space um, within all of these enterprises because um, it helps to communicate the actual values of the space. So what were some of the reasons, like, you know, how, why, what made you, you know, sort of dive into this whole space and what are some of the more interesting things or interesting stories that uh, you've experienced so far doing art in the crypto world? Well, it's been, it's been sort of just the continuum of, of everything because about a decade ago, I got to know what the, what the fiat man, monetary system really was uh, like and how money was being created through the central banking system and everything. And it, there just hasn't been, because of that, I even devised a new pricing system on my older platform that kind of doubles its price after every print and things like that. And uh, when I finally went for a coffee with a friend of mine about a year ago, uh, and he told me uh, where uh, Bitcoin and the blockchain space really was and how much it had come forward when I was first introduced to it, maybe in 2010 or something like that. Over a coffee, he just told me that he, he'd become an investor in the space and he just paid himself for about a year forward uh, the day before. And he'd been trying to look for an art piece for four days online and couldn't really find anything that was he felt good enough to put on his wall that was... Um, representation of his day-to-day life so it was very quickly after that that I had the platform um, put up and maybe about four eight art pieces were online ready to be sold and I lost about four months sleep and and uh, got uh, fairly um, how'd you put it my my hard drive was on pretty high rpm for about four months trying to learn everything and not to uh, just to just to get it right, you know that's that's always very important to me. Is, that, is not to, uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of artists who who are now coming into the space and they're they're pretty much just saying, well, okay, I I smell money and I paint a Bitcoin logo and I throw it out there and put a massive price on it and let's see what I can get away with it. And I didn't want to be that guy, so uh, I did my I, homework. Uh, Joe wants to be that guy. <laughs> Joe's, Joe likes art. I, I, I do. Put a Bitcoin logo? I, I'm looking through your, your catalog of stuff. You guys need to check this out at art, you know, for crypto.com and see some of these, uh, these works that are on this site. Um, really fascinating stuff. And I love that now blood on the podcast floor has been added to that portfolio. You've got one piece here. Uh, it used to be wired. It's a unique piece that you're selling for. $36,500 or 3.9 Bitcoin. Yeah, that was, that was something because it's a unique piece. It, it doesn't, that's the only version and it actually comes with a digital version of it as well. So you kind of get two art pieces at once and the, there's a video made um, on when you, when you click on that image and there's an explanation, but I made a whole video for that, that whole piece. It was inspired by the consensus that just happened and what's going on in New York uh, altogether because a lot of the blockchain enterprises are not only leaving uh, the United uh, New York but the United States altogether because of all the regulations and uh, and what's going on so uh, I, I started putting it together well the, the skyline of New York is being altered by the code and and the, the, the World Trade Center event is still hanging uh, over as a, as a sort of dark cloud still a little bit and the, the Freedom Tower is being put up but it's not these regulations that are coming in at least to my understanding are not really according to the to the spirit of the Freedom Tower so Philippe Petit that guy who walked in between the Famous, um, famous wire. Man on a wire, yeah. 
man on a wire. So he's now walking uh, from the wire that is stretched from the Freedom Tower to the digital unknown and balancing it, it, itself somewhere because it, it's that New York has that frontier spirit. It has that. Um, it's always been been a sort of beacon uh, among the, the the free world. So it, it, it's a question whether um, it'll maintain that status for long. What's going to be happening to Wall Street when when uh, sort of uh, decentralized systems really start to shake this whole space up? So uh, it, it raises a lot of questions, and I, I suppose it's a yeah, it poses a challenge. I tell you what, I love the image that you created of the bulls versus the bears with the Bitcoin logo and the dollar there. And the, that is such a great, great logo. That is such a great image right there. The one that you did for, I believe, Silver 8 Capital. Beautiful piece. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, it actually has a new version of it, the second version of the gold, uh, gold version. I'm traveling to Finland to... Uh... Bitcoin and blockchain conference, and it'll be show on on show there um, tomorrow. The the second version. It's 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 kind of simple in one way, but it's been surprising how much of a meditation it's become because it's the bull and bear, or they're sort of this um, representation of the markets or curves going up or down. But it becomes a lot more the more you stare at it because it it's like the entropy of a system. It's the and destruction and creation of, of life altogether is what, what those two opposing forces or our internal demons or the, the good side or the bad side that we have on our shoulders. And it, it just, it forced me to contemplate how something that can be um, a very shallow interpretation of something is like just battling with that art piece made me realize a lot about life and how it functions. And you could see it as communism versus capitalism and, and it, I started because of I was working on that. I, I started thinking about what could be the new version of what we call uh, a something of where we're going towards. Because the whole capitalism and communism debate is like just in toast, man. It's so boring. And I started thinking maybe incentivizationism or you know something like that. Because we're not going to get out of any of these messes unless if we start to just really understand what what motivates us as human beings and how can we have systems that are aligned with where it is that we want to be going because it's so it's kind of depressing out there i mean you you uh, go on um, sort of notice boards or you follow some of the conversations that are going online and it's it's just not uh, it, it's not in in good spirits uh, often of the time so i'm i'm this is part of the reason why i'm so excited about the blockchain is because finally these technological solutions are are offering uh, a way uh, potentially out of this mess and and certainly politics is not going to be um the one as we've seen of late that it's it's not making people very happy nor productive or constructive Art and Philosophy with blockchain artist Veza. Veza, uh, the website is artforcrypto.com and uh, go check out all of his work, but especially check out the blood on the podcast floor. We'll, we'll look at uh, making this into a t-shirt and make it available for you guys. Uh, thanks again for joining us. Yeah. I'm I'm curious how long until you create a Win Lambo Win Moon astronaut moon themed art piece? That would be awesome. He's already got one that's called uh, "What Color Lamborghini Should I Get?" Travis, is it? Yeah, nice. yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that's, there, it's, it's there. It's a must. If if possible, I'd like to just end on one note because this we we have one one thing in common, and there's also a video about this art piece that is the, our our mission to do the world CryptoCon as a as a fantastic experience for everyone. Because uh, Adam, the the talks we've had with this guy is one one of the criticisms of uh, of consensus was that it wasn't really cre- creative. It wasn't really something that was uh, really delivering on the promise of excitement, um, and it was about money grabbing and maybe a little bit of the hype words and things like that. I'm, I'm not sure I might be talking out of my ass really because I wasn't there. I, I just made the art piece about that. But uh, as a big, big up for Adam, because I think they're really doing uh, that conference uh, according to the actual values of blockchain and, and putting their money where their mouth is in order to uh, do the creativity part in such a way that it will be exciting, and I'm, I'm, I'm of course get the privilege of being a big part of that. So Are you going to be creating a piece live at World CryptoCon? Uh, well, that's that's one thing that is being contemplated. I mean, uh, I have a main stage slot in between Vinnie Lingwin and uh, Ariana Simpson, so there's a 20 minute art show on the main stage on the on the first day. Uh, sort of prime time spot, which is amazing, and I'm looking for a sponsor for that. Uh, that's, I suppose, a plug that I could put out there. Uh, but also, the, there's a Primrose Hall, which is a 20,000 square feet hall, and it's, I'm going to have 20 of my art pieces there, and then we're going to do a nightclub show. And uh, all of these ideas are being thrown around, and there's a there's a real spirit of of creativity going on, and because a lot of the things that I suggest, Adam just says, "Yeah, hell yeah, let's let's do this. Let's put this together and." And uh, it's just uh, the the kind of thing that I've been waiting to experience in the arts that is is uh, not really yeah. as visible there. Of course, World Crypticon, October 31st through November 2nd, giving away two tickets each week with a VIP package for one person at the end. And if you guys want to uh, win, you have to enter by subscribing to our newsletter at badcode.in forward slash W. CC and uh, one winner gets two tickets every week. We'll look forward to meeting you there, Beza. So thanks again for joining us today. And uh, likewise, keep your art bad, my friend. <laughs> well, thanks very much, guys. There is blood on the podcast floor. What an honor to uh, to be created. You know this, this special art piece uh, just for bad crypto. You know what? It is. It's really cool. The dude was really nice and uh, friendly, very talented. He's doing some awesome stuff, working with some really cool people. Those of you, as he mentioned, those of you who are going to be the, uh, at the uh, World CryptoCon in Vegas in October will have a chance to you know, maybe meet him and, and see some of his art in person as well. And we encourage as many of you guys uh, want to come to that as possible. I think it's going to be amazing fun because Joel and I are going to be the MCs for this thing and the hosts and we're, we're driving around in Lambos and muscle cars. <laughs> it's just insane. Really? Actually it's, it's, I, I, I haven't made sense of it yet. Well, check out his website, artforcrypto.com, and make sure you uh, look at all of the pieces, not just blood on the podcast floor. And we promised you guys that we were going to make a limited edition of the blood on the podcast floor bad crypto T-shirt available. Uh, so how many are we going to limit it to, Travis? What do you think? Two. <laughs> one for me and one for you. <laughs> sorry, gang. The rest are sorry, everybody. Else. I'm going to say 50. I'm going to say that there's only 50 of these available. They're only, it's available only in black because this thing is designed to be on a, a black 
t-shirt and uh, go to badco.in forward slash VESA, V-E-S-A, and it will take you to Teespring where we are offering uh, this limited edition shirt uh, for sale. Very reasonable price. You definitely want to be the one who has it. And uh, should we put um, should we put the Bad Crypto logo on the back or just let the shirt stand on its own? Uh, maybe the Bad Crypto logo or the Bad Coin? Okay. What do you think? Well, yeah, we'll put one of them back there. Uh, the other thing we want you guys to do is please make sure you're subscribed to the show. Very important for iTunes rankings. If you want others to know about Bad Crypto, not only do you have to subscribe, but make sure you actually download the episodes to your device. So uh, we love your five-star reviews. Keep submitting funny ones because we'll be reading funny five-star reviews in our bad news episode, which is coming up this week. And we appreciate you. We appreciate your badness, citizens of the Republic. That is true. You guys are super bad, and we super love you guys. And, you know, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Bad Crypto as we continue our journey down the rabbit hole of the cryptos. Stay bad. The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.